Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right. All righty. Here we go. Here we go. Little Wednesday. Wednesday edition of the Taz Show. Hello, welcome all. Be here for the next two hours. Streaming and screaming, body slams and beyond. If you are listening live on the radio.com app, uh, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Maybe you're listening live at tazshow.com. Thank you. Maybe you're checking out the podcast version, which drops every day at iTunes or Spotify or TuneIn. Um, Or you can do that also on the radio.com app. All my content is at the radio.com app audio, and you can grab the video there too. VOD, as they say, on demand video, not live, live video. So we only can do that at tashow.com. So as you can hear and see, there's a plethora of ways to pull the show into your life. And if you're doing that, I appreciate it. And I give you a dilly dilly. Correct. If you're not doing that, then I say you're a douche-douche. Okay, so there you go. Dilly Dilly's good, douche-douche is bad. This should be part of Markology, but it is not. Uh, so welcome to the Taz Show. Going to uh, talk a little bit about SmackDown. I watched it. Yeah, it was uh, fair to Midland. I didn't think it was amazing, but I did watch it, and I will discuss it. If you want to call a show, you can do that. That's a very simple process. You know the routine. You guys know the deal. All you got to do is dial 866-475-2948. That's 866-475-2948 or 866-428. Well, no. 86. I went too much, Dennis. I went too far. That's what happened. Your intentions were pure. The execution was was not. The first two were stellar. Award winning. Two out of three. Yeah, and then and then I got a little cocky. I'm gonna try it again. Well, sometimes I try to give it the four the four digit cadence, and it throws everybody off. I enjoy. I enjoy. Yeah, it throws everybody off. I gotta keep everyone on their toes. I'm so I'm gonna put the pressure on myself. I'm gonna nail it right now. You ready? Go. Yeah, you ready for this? Great. <laughs> right. I don't know what to say. Right, here we go. Uh, so all you gotta do, I uh, usually you would hear a phone number like this: eight six six four seven five two nine four eight. That's the phone number here. Or you can call 8664-752-948. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was the jit right there, my friend. That's all I do. Quit while you're ahead. I'm done with that. So call the show if you want. If you don't want to call the show, eh, you can go, uh, whatever. Kiss my ass. I really don't care. You know, I don't beg people to call it. That's the way. The other day, we just killed the video, and uh, and there was no video. We didn't kill it on purpose. The video bang decided not to show up. Back. Shut everybody's mic off except mine. I want to hear me only. I hear a hissing, a pissing, a shitting, and I don't like it. Thank you. Sound like Dennis breathing at a buffet table. Ba-dum-bum. 
<laughs> anyway, a uh, lot to talk about, a lot going on. Uh, there's a little bit of uh-huh. so, Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow I'm going to do a regular show, a regular two-hour show like I do every day, like I'm going to do right now. Uh, but tomorrow I'll be in the Gimmick Clubhouse, and then uh, there shall be a special podcast that drops on Friday of the Taz show from the NAB. Oh, yes. The big push. NAB, the nub. The NAB is the National Association of Broadcasters. I'm doing a live broadcast, as you guys know, from there on Thursday, which you guys cannot attend. I believe it's not open to the public. It's not for GP, as we call it, general population. It's for only insiders in the radio business and broadcasting and big fancy program directors and you know, general managers. Apparently, Mr. Pimento's got his, his own room now. He's going to cut promos on people. It's going to be great. You got the fuck out of here right now, you prick. And they beam knob, knob. Now, the good news, before I get talking about SmackDown and the Yankees, Clutch Jones and all this, some basketball news, because I got a lot to discuss here in this episode. But internally on the Taz show, uh, let me bring in the biz dev guy real quick here, Dennis Jones. Um, Lumberjack. I don't like the sounds I'm hearing behind me. And now, I, you know, you got some good news yesterday uh, from internally from the Taz show, and that can be pulled from you in, in seconds. If I keep hearing this, these disturbing sounds behind you, it's really upsetting me and rapidly on the air. Full disclosure, Jones. Okay. Are there fans blowing there? Do you have, like, the elephant fan, the big one? I do not. I have the, uh, what's, if it's the, not the elephant baby, fan, what's the other one? Baby. Baby fan. Baby, I have the baby still fan. All right. Still no AC. We're still waiting for the unit. Still. Wait till November. It'll chill down. <laughs> chill down, fatties. <laughs> yeah, so the good news that you got, Dennis, was you were now invited to the NAB. Congratulations, Dennis Jones. You will be there along with myself and Seth, and you will be there, and uh, and it's a great moment. And uh, you know you have one person to thank for this, right? I do owe you a huge thank you, because obviously it had nothing to do with Seth. Oh, or Pimento. I had to die on oh. hills. like you. Oh, yeah, I had to die on hills, bro, to get this done. No one likes you in the company. I'm just letting you know that. Nobody. Really. You I have a lot of problems. Yeah, so I really had to go to bat for you. I'm just telling you. But I got it done, and you will be there. And everybody's happy. Um, they, there's going to be catering, I believe, for the team. Oof. Now we're talking my language. Let me know on the air. Please be a gentleman. If you're not, I will take video and we will tweet it. I'm just telling you. I mean, um, Seth's going to do that anyway because that's his mo. Well, he yes, exactly. Yeah, I need the, to build up my socials. There's the buffet line, chubby. Have at it. As he's just he's sitting there with his camera. Go ahead. Uh, Whenever I hear you do the, the uh, Seth impersonation, which I think is hilarious, um, but I'm an easy mark with that stuff. I think of this one fan that tweeted me last week. I can't remember what he said. Maybe on IG. Ah, uh, you know what, dude? Like the uh, uh, Dennis with the Seth impersonations is kind of getting old and shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Unsubscribe, bro. What do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Uh, go kick rocks. <laughs> All right, so uh, I, I guess I, I got to get right into uh, a little SmackDown chatter here. Um, you know, I didn't think there was a lot of, like, um, 
I mean, the, the bigger news that, I, I mean, you knew if you were kind of into the spoiler thing and, and you, you knew, I mean, it was kind of some teases. Maybe it wasn't a spoiler. I think it was kind of out there that um, uh, about Jinder Mahal was going to challenge, uh, you know, he's going to challenge uh, uh, Brock Lesnar. And we heard it. And I thought Jinder's promo was very good. I, I, I like it. I like it. I think it's cool. But then I, I start thinking, well, the way the show started, we have Michael Cole sitting in for Tom Phillips. I'm like okay, um, well uh, the brand split. Like what well, I understand, uh, he said that uh, Michael Cole said uh, Tom Phillips is on assignment. He said that twice throughout the broadcast. I'll quasi explain that in a few minutes here on the Taz show what that means. Uh, and I believe Michael Cole at the top said he will be sitting in for Tom Phillips for the next couple of shows, next couple of weeks, which I thought was interesting. Um, so. I will get into that in a second, but the brand split, I, I got no problem. Michael Cole going SmackDown. He's a pro. He knows what he's doing. I'm mean, geez, he was my broadcast colleague for years on SmackDown. So why would I, I have no problem with that at all. Um, I do have a problem with the brand split though, because it's like, and then you're going to have gender, you know, and the, your two champs go out at WrestleMania, which I understand it's a big show. Um, I get that part. Uh, there were some people tweet me early in the week. Now, Dennis, maybe you can look into this. After Raw happened, that Kane was Kane originally on SmackDown. Maybe you know that off the top of your head, Dennis. Was Kane on that on SmackDown roster? I don't know that. I'll do my due diligence. Yeah, right now. I don't know that either. I don't know that either. I, I I don't I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. It seems like you know we we've seen some some stuff where the brand split kind of is like eh, they they kind of gave up on it. In essence, it's still there, but it's like they just flip flopping at times. Talent. I don't think they do it a ton, but like you know, you got to stay true to it. I mean, and it's it's hard when when they when they first put it out there, they were gonna do the brands, but it's cool. It makes for a good show when you're doing a, a a draft and stuff. Who's gonna go where? That makes for a fun show to watch, and and the numbers were probably good on. I have no idea, but point is, you got to stay true to it. And we've seen this before with the WWE. It's happened when I was in WWE. You know where the brand split really? Uh, what does it mean? You know, um, so. Well, you forgot, oh, it's just it's just Michael Cole is sitting in for Tom Phillips. Well, it's the lead voice uh, now. But we got something, Dennis. What's up? Uh, Kane was drafted to SmackDown, and then I guess they just uh, he was off TV long enough for them for everyone to just forget that. But I looked yesterday or late uh, late last night. I can't remember when I looked. Um, it does say on the uh, on the uh, WWE website under Kane's. On the roster photo, it says he's part of Raw. It's got the Raw logo there. So maybe they did a little switcheroo or changed it. I, I don't know. It's, so initially he was drafted to SmackDown? Correct. Hmm. So there you go. See what I'm saying? So it's – and then they did the thing Monday with Braun and all that stuff. And, and you know, I, look, they're in a tough spot. You know, they, they want to move talent around or they feel like a certain talent will work with a certain angle – you know, then you shouldn't be doing brand splits. I mean, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Uh, you, you you put yourself, you pigeonhole yourself, and, you, you know, you, when you're not leaving yourself an out, when you do something like that, you got to be careful. You can't just spitball booking like that. You got to have some kind of a story arc that goes for a while or something. Uh, now, like I said, Michael Cole on SmackDown was sitting in for Tom Phillips, and he said that he that Tom Phillips is on assignment, I guess, for the next couple of weeks. 
So um, some people, a couple of folks were tweeting me, say, yo, what, what does this mean? What does assignment mean? Like, what does that mean? Well, uh, <laughs> um, in the news, it's a news business. It's a news broadcast line. If you Over the years, if you watch news, the news or like a 60 Minutes or whatever, your daily local news, whatever you want to call it on television, you would hear guys say that. Um you know, I, hey, I'm uh, I'm John Harris sitting in for Bill da, da, uh, Bill Dixon. Uh, Bill's on assignment, and then they just move on. Um, basically, assignment means uh, he's off. <laughs> it's just, it, it, it usually it doesn't have a meaning. Um, so, would it in this case of Tom Phillips? Maybe he has something personal going on. Maybe he's got jury duty. Maybe for a couple of weeks. Maybe it's a family thing. Um, you know, maybe he had some vacation that, that, that he needs to take. And I don't know. I mean, it, it could just be personal time and they don't want to tell you and nor should they tell you, to be honest with you, meaning the audience he has, you know, he's taken some time off. Um, now it's an interesting topic because in wrestling, you, you don't, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say, in, well, mostly in WWE mostly, but. You don't hear or see this much where announcers <clears throat> take time off or miss shows. I know it used to drive me crazy. You know, if I had to miss a show or something like that, it's like you have to build your life around that one day. So some people say, well, if you're working one day a week and all your job is to call SmackDown, you have to make it your responsibility to get there. Every single, hypothetically, or whatever it is, like Tuesday. Okay, you got to get there. Every Tuesday. You got to get there. Well, what if there's something going on in my real life outside of my job or any announcer that I can't get there on Tuesday? What, 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 what does that mean? Then I, 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 What am I supposed to do? Uh, barring what? A, 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 a tragic in, in your family, uh, un, if there's an unfortunate a, a passing, a death or something, or then you're not there, fine. But otherwise, everything else you're going to get heat for or it's bad, it's frowned upon. Like what, 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 you know, you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't agree with that. I think announcers, you know, some folks that don't understand how this works say, well, you work one day a week. I went over that in the past. One day a week is a lot more than one. Just because someone's calling SmackDown or just calling Raw, they're working a lot more than you think. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm not even talking about just the travel time, you know, because it's not like you just pop up and, and walk out and get in your car for 10 minutes and you're at SmackDown or you're at Raw. It doesn't work like that. There's a lot of travel time in there, to and from. There's also prep time going in. There's also meetings a lot of times the day before where you see these people on the air, but that doesn't mean they're not behind the scenes working. Um, and that's what happens. And, and you know, that's you guys got to realize, like, that's how it goes. Um, so I don't I'm not saying anyone's complaining to me about, you know, uh, he's on assignment. Uh, usually that's what that means. Now, like I said, it comes from the news business. And I know we used to joke around about it when I was an announcer there. And we didn't even say it or use it a lot. But that kind of is a, a blanket statement to cover. Um, without giving people's private business, to be honest with you. And I personally think it's good. As a former announcer, I think it's great. I think that's what it should be on assignment. That just means we're moving on, and I'm Michael Cole, and I'll be here for the next couple of weeks on SmackDown. All right, that's it. Done. I mean, so it's – I I don't have a problem with it. 
I, I think it's good. But it really, honestly, it usually doesn't mean anything. Um, it, 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 unless maybe he's doing something overseas uh, for the company. Maybe they're taping something. I think Michael Cole would have said that or they would have had Cole explain that if that was the case. Um, I think I personally think it's something in his personal life. Not, not saying it's a bad thing. could be a good thing. Or maybe he had vacation, whatever. I mean, maybe by the time you're listening or watching me say this, maybe the news is out there. Maybe, you know, whatever. He had something going on and he's got whatever. He's, he's going back to college because he was short three credits for his degree. I don't know. Maybe that's not it. But okay. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, I just figured I'd, I'd touch on that a little bit because I, I know some folks were asking about it. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, here I am doing my due diligence, explaining it to you. So anyway, I did think Cole did a good job on it. I mean, he's he's a pro's pro, and I'm a fan of his work, obviously. I mean, I've worked with him for so long. So when I hear him on SmackDown, see him on SmackDown, it's still weird for me. I have to be honest with you. Like, I'm, I'm still – like, it's been years since I've sat next to him and called SmackDown. But, you know, when you do so many shows, like a lot of shows, and then you – you see the guy doing SmackDown, it's like, it's weird. Like, even when he was doing it with JBL when I was gone or when I was in TNA, it still was weird, you know? Um, I just think it's something ingrained. I mean, am I losing sleep over it? No, not at all. Not not one bit. I'm just talking about it for shits and giggles. So uh, so that's the deal. Um, um, oh, I just cursed too, Dennis. You see, there was a little scuttlebutt. Uh, a couple of folks, they, they don't want me to curse on the air. You, you've heard this, right? I saw that, and I was curious what your response was going to be. I felt it would have been colorful, Ooh. to say the least. It could be poll-worthy. Um, it could be poll-worthy. I mean, um, um, you know, I for so many episodes, there was, uh, I did not curse. And at times, there would be a cursing of, and it would be a, a fifth quarter, and it would be E5L, Explicit 5 Live. So if you did not want to hear cursing, uh, you would not listen to the E5L segment, which we did rarely. And, uh, and then the show kind of morphed into sometimes there's cursing, sometimes there's not. You have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, we're adults here. We have an a, a explicit warning in the beginning of the show that tells people, so if you have youngins with you or you get offended, then maybe the content isn't for you. Now, why that's there? Well, I work for a big company, okay? So this is the way this goes in big companies. That's number one. Number two... It gives me, from my bosses, would like me to speak freely. This is not terrestrial radio, broadcast radio, where there's different rules and stuff. It's a little bit different. Um, but I don't think that if I use a curse word, I'm not, I don't think I am doing it um, to be cool. Let's be honest. I'm cool already. You know, you know what I mean, Dennis? I mean, I don't need to try to be cool. That's kind of there. You know? No, you're as cool as a cucumber. Yeah hate that expression but um but the thing is i curse i'm a conversational cursor you know i really that's a cc as we call it I, i'm a conversational cursor and i think most uh humans are uh, not all humans curse but i think most adult humans are conversational cursors now uh there was a slight outrage um for some people on the twitter and they felt like, no, 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 I need more cursing. I want you to curse more. Okay. And some people are like, no, 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 the cursing is great. Stop, stop, stop. Don't don't listen to this gentleman. Keep cursing, sir. We want cursing. I love the cussing. Some people just love it. They love to tweet that curse. They love curse words, you know, and that's fine. My mom's that way. So I understand that. 
the thing is, there were a couple, very few, just a teeny little bit that was saying, I'm with Bobo. No more cursing type thing. I, look, I can't, I, I can't give you, I, I, I can't make everybody happy. I'm a conversational cursor. I, I don't just curse to be cool. I remember that happened like with Sirius Radio when that started years ago. And broadcasters were allowed to, and hosts were allowed to curse. And they would just curse for the sake of cursing, which is the shits. You know, it's got to be organic. So if I drop a curse, it's organically done. You know what I mean? So it's not forced. And my producer, Dennis Jones, uh, the biz dev guy the show, is a gentleman. He never cusses. We've had Anthony, the video uh, extraordinaire uh, producer. He's cursed once at an outrage. Remember that? I do. That Oh, Ant. Poor Ant. He's got to know your limits, and he he's always pushing boundaries. He, yep. I mean, got comfortable. Got comfy. Yep. I'm professional. I would love to see Justin Timberlake's nipples. That's cool. Yeah. So it's like it's it's just it's just it's just Anthony. It's just sometimes he has these issues. I mean, you're living in a dumpster. You're hooking up with chicks in a dumpster. These are things that happen. You know, steel love. They're nice ladies. S T E E L. Steel love. That's the new thing. It's a new shirt coming out, by the way. That, actually sa- that sounds provocateur. Steel sounds like love. A, sounds like a, a heavy metal porn movie. That's what it sounds like. I'd watch. <laughs> Steel love. But I digress. Um, so, uh, so anyway, I'll get to the phones in a sec. A lot of people calling the show, running amok. Everybody's running crazy around here on this Wednesday edition of the Taz Show. All right, so the, I talked a teeny bit about the, you know, we saw we saw uh, Jinder Mahal come out and call out Brock Lesnar. I think his promo was excellent. I have no problem. I like Jinder. I, Jinder, I think Jinder in his promo work is even getting more comfortable. Um, homeboy's got heat. He does. He has heat. I mean, people just you know he just he just he knows how to generate some heat. Um, I I I like it. I I like it. I like it a lot. I like AJ coming out. Getting in his face. I like when, uh, you know, they were borderline on something that I was a little nervous about. But they, the WWE, but they protected it and did the right thing. They, they, they didn't go bad on this. And I'm gonna tell you what I'm talking about. When Jinder challenged uh, Brock, the announcers uh, kind of were like, almost like, what is he crazy? That type thing. And I'm thinking, we easy guys, easy because you don't want to put Jinder on a lower level than the Universal Champ. He's a WWE champ. Brock's the uh, the Universal champ. You 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 want to keep them on the same level, so you don't want to make it like, you know, oh my God, Jinder Mahal's gonna get his ass kicked. Oh God, he sucks compared to Brock. Brock is legit. Brock is this. Brock is huge. Brock is this. Oh my God, Jinder's gonna get crushed. He's gonna get killed. And they didn't do that. Thank God, because that just takes all the credibility in your champion, Jinder Mahal, and shits on it. And they didn't do that. Um, they didn't. You can't. You can't. You got to really be careful with that. And they and they did the right thing. From an announcing perspective, it was handled the right way. Whoever was producing announcers produced them the right way. And they I, it was close, though. It seemed like Corey Graves was starting to push that a little bit. Like, But he didn't go there, which is good. You don't want to do that, in my opinion. You got to keep these guys on an even playing field for the storyline story perspective. You got to keep it. If you go, you're going this route, obviously, to WrestleMania, you got to keep it. Even Steven, you're also, as this, you know, because Brock's going to come out on Raw, he's going to accept. You know that's going to happen. Uh, either him or Paul are going to accept. And that's cool. And, and it's going to go to Mania. Somehow, some way, they got to get, as we get closer to Mania, and I'm, I'm sure you'll see this, you got to go in with heat. Where, 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 well, this is, I'm putting a cart ahead of the horse here. 
But you got to have Jin to get some heat on Brock eventually because to, to keep this thing uh, the right way going into the match. Otherwise, it's a little topsy-turvy. But the announcing is important. The way, it's a sensitive thing, the way they handle us. Um, I like AJ coming out, and this is also where they almost went too far, and they teased it, which was very cool, clever. I don't think a lot of people noticed what they did here. I did. They AJ goes, wait a minute, did I hear you right? As he's walking down the aisle, and I'm paraphrasing. Did I hear you right? Did I hear you right? And then Jinder goes, yeah, you heard me right. I challenged Brock Lesnar. He goes, no, no, I don't care about that. I'm talking about you said you beat the best around here. You didn't beat me. It was cool. He kind of dangled like, did I hear you right? Like, you really think you could face Brock? Like, he didn't say that, but like he... Dennis, you get where I'm coming from here? Yeah, it's like, yeah, Brock's good, but I'm the best. Like, watch your, watch your tone, buddy. Yeah, but initially it seemed like this went right over your head. Initially it seemed like it was, you can make a funny face if you want. I can see <laughs> I, your face. I got it. I unfortunately can see your face. <laughs> I got what, got what, it. Okay, then tell me if you got it, smartass. I did get it. I just told you. Oh, wow, snippy. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh tough guy. Got it. Ooh. I just told you. I don't have to repeat myself. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I almost just told you to go F yourself, but I won't curse. No it's cursing. Not this is a clean podcast. No, it's not. But I will I will not curse at you because it wouldn't be conversational. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like uh, when you talk to me, it's very conversationally cursing. Yeah, that happens. Look, they, they dangled it a little bit, teased it with, with AJ. I, you know, when he came out, I thought it was clever. I thought it was cool. I liked it. Where he's like, well, no, no, I don't care about that because he shouldn't. AJ shouldn't care. That, that Jinder and Brock might face each other at WrestleMania. He shouldn't give a rat's ass, and he doesn't. That's AJ Styles, and and that's it. You're phenomenal. You don't care about nobody else. And But but the tease of it was like, did I hear you right, dude? Like, in my brain, I'm thinking, oh, God, no, AJ, don't say it. He just said, you really think you could beat Brock Lesnar? Like, he didn't say that? AJ, and thank God he didn't, because that would have been, oh, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't do that, which was good. Um. And now they're going to do a thing which I don't like. I, they're they're going to do a thing where one of the Singh brothers is going to face AJ. Uh, I think that's next week. You know, I personally think they got to somehow, some way, get into having uh, Jinder face AJ. Um, and maybe they will. I think you you want you got to really cook up. Um, you really got to cook up your champ now, meaning Jinder Mahal, if you're going to do this whole uh, Brock Lesnar angle. You know, and and they will. They will. They'll, they'll figure that out. I know they will. Um, it should be good. So uh, I'm gonna go to break now. All of a sudden, break. I'm gonna talk about Sami Zayn and another great promo and the interaction with himself and Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan. Some of the stuff they did last night. Uh, I'll tell you the word that uh, it feel like Sammy wanted to say to Daniel Bryan. He didn't say. I'll tell you what that word is, which was pretty funny. Ziggler rude. What the heck? Uh, was Taz right? Are they going best uh, three out of five? We shall see. Taz show. Sit tight. back here on this Wednesday edition, talking some SmackDown, going to get in talking a little baseball a little bit, a little spitballing, get a little that, some uh, NBA chat a little bit, but going to keep talking SmackDown here, going to take some phone calls in a second, but I want to tell you guys, don't miss a second of the NFL on CBS. Stream your live local games each week on CBS All Access. That's right. Your, welcome, your local, I should say, NFL on CBS games are streaming live on CBS All Access. Start your free trial right now 
at cbs.com slash NFL. So check this out. CBS All Access also includes number one hit shows, classics, movies, and original series like Star Trek Discovery. Anytime, anywhere, it's the real deal. CBS uh, All Access for sure. You can also stream your live local CBS broadcast for news, special events, and other sporting events, and much more. So please start your free trial right now at cbs.com slash NFL. There you have it. So I was talking uh, some SmackDown chatter here and, uh, and stuff like that. I'm going to get into a little bit of uh, the uh, Ziggler, Bobby Roode stuff. Uh, I want to talk about that. I was looking at one of the WWE social media sites. I think it was their Instagram. I was, I was doing some stuff during the break here. And I'm laughing, dude. Oh, it's funny. Because I'm looking at, uh, is it their Instagram? Let me see. I think it is their Instagram. And they got a picture of Oscar holding up the uh, women's championship. I guess the NXT one, I guess it is. Can't really see the actual belt in the photo. But it says, get ready for Oscar with uh, WWE Network's Oscar, the undefeated Empress Collection. So. I didn't know this. Dennis, Dennis, maybe you could do a little of your homework. Find out if they're doing a, I don't know if, the, no, it's not DVD. I guess they're, they're going to, are they putting together like a special for her? Or are they are they doing like an NXT, her, all of her uh, defeats? Uh, is that what they're doing here? Did you hear about this or not? I haven't yeah. heard anything, no, but I'm looking into it currently. Oh, sure you are. Uh, in the meantime, uh, let me speak to uh, Joe. Uh, Joe's in Brooklyn. Uh, Joe, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, man? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Joe. Uh, I just had one quick question about the TLC main event. Um, maybe this is just me, but I find it strange that they're not fighting for any championship. Because from what I understand of TLC, usually there's a ladder and you climb it and you grab stuff. But they haven't talked about doing that for anything. So I'm just curious as to your thoughts as to why that may be or what exactly they might be fighting for, I guess. You know, Joe, the thing for me, I got to tell you, I'm one of these people that I don't I don't think it always – I know you didn't say this. I'm not putting your words in your mouth, so just bear with me here, okay? Uh, but I got to tell you, I'm not one of those guys who thinks that every main event – and I know you didn't say this. Don't get me wrong. So I'm not putting words in your mouth, okay? But I am not one of those guys that feels like every championship – I'm sorry, every main event should be about a championship. Like I'm just telling you that. Like I don't – I feel like if – without saying the trite words of grudge match – Without saying that or personal issues and all those type of uh, you know trite statements, I do think I have like no problem with what there not being titles on the line sometimes you know for the uh, for the bigger shows or main events. I mean, if they're doing like a, a WrestleMania or something like that, that's a whole different animal. Um, or any of the bigger shows, which by the way, Joe, I have on your phone. Uh, let me just say one thing. I made I made a mistake in that first segment a couple times. I don't know why I kept saying. Jinda and Brock at WrestleMania. It's going to be Jinda and Brock at Survivor Series. So, um, and I need to shout out the gentleman on Twitter who smart me up. Lord knows none of my producers would do that because they don't pay attention. Uh, OGMC, OGMCHL at Empire Ant. Thank you for uh, correcting me, sir. I appreciate the correction. But back to you, Joe from Brooklyn, if that is your real name. Um, Lisa. Uh, all right, cool. Yeah, look, you got you know you got a five on three situation, right? I mean, so y- no. you got you, what's up? I was just gonna say, like, I hear what you're saying, and I totally agree that you don't need to have a championship on the line for 
a main event. But I'm just questioning because there's a ladder involved, and people usually climb the ladder. That's that's the thing I question. I think the ladder will be used for high spots. You know, thank you for calling, Joe. I think it'll be used to do different moves uh, through tables and stuff like that, and they'll use it for for you know different spots they're gonna do in the match. Uh, but I get your drift. I think it's a good a good point by you. But you got you know Miz is the Intercontinental Champion. He's in the match. You got the tag team champs in in uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. They're in the match. I mean, so their titles won't be in a line. I mean, but I, 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 I appreciate what you're saying, Joe. I don't, I don't think you're, you're off. But, you know, I, I got to tell you, I personally, to be honest, like I didn't think of that. I mean, but, um, you know, because I, I'm, I'm letting myself get sucked into the story. You know what I mean? Uh, Dennis, I feel like you have some news for me on this info that I was asking about. I'm looking, and it says uh, the WWE Network is putting out an Oscar package called the undefeated empress as you'd said um and it looks like all they have right now is a preview it says get an exclusive preview of oscar the undefeated empress collection available exclusively on the award-winning wwe network so i'm sure they're rolling out they give you they give you a date uh no date right now but it's like preview uh, not previews it's like little snippets of her matches um and then i'm sure to your point they're going to roll out a whole collection of the full matches, maybe. I don't know when the release. Maybe, date I don't is. know. I don't know. I don't. I really didn't say. But you just you just put words in my mouth. I didn't say that. But okay. Um, I really didn't say that, Dennis. I don't know why you would say that. And he's put words in my mouth. I never even said what he just said. I said. I know. He just makes up what he wants. Does what he wants. He forgets yeah. it's the oh. Taz show. It, it doesn't. It's it's his world. He just does what he wants until he's gone. Okay. And now that he gets invited to the NAB, he's really cocky. Oh man. He's so cocky. And, Aunt, you were not invited, unfortunately. Um, yeah, they don't need you. Um, so, sorry. Well, somebody's got to watch Rover, so I Yeah, volunteer. Rover, yes. I know I haven't seen him in weeks, that prick. He's running around. I don't know what he's doing. But back to this Oscar thing. So, to me, it's interesting because I'm looking here on the uh, – I was looking at, uh, at the Instagram for WWE, and I'm looking at some of the comments by some of the fans. And I think a lot of these people are like casual fans, you know, and they get they're really getting sucked into the story. And it's so funny reading some of these comments. I really hope I'm right. And that Emma wins and they shock the world with this. Um, <laughs> because so many of the like the casual fans that are on, oh, let me follow the WWE Instagram, you know, and, and uh, I'm not. I, I guess I'm being condescending and making fun of casual fans. All right, so be it. Whatever. I'm a, I guess I'm a horrible man. But um, uh, it, it's funny because they're like, "Oh, Emma's gonna get killed. She's gonna get destroyed. Oh, Oscar's gonna kick her ass. Oh, she's done. Oh man, there's no way Emma can't hang with Oscar. No one's ready for Oscar. Oh my God, jeez. Yeah. That's the I, for those that not watching. I grabbed my mouth like a fish hook. Yeah. It's called hook, like a mock. Um, like, <laughs> God, it's so easy. Vince, please, please have Emma win this match. Oh, be great booking. Oh, my God. It's I'm a layup. A it's, <laughs> it's a layup. <laughs> oh, it's great. Oh, it's great. I don't want to burp. I want to make sure I don't burp because I think I offended our call screener, our guest call screener, uh, Fancy Andy. And, um, yeah. Dennis, is that true? I don't think offended. I th- he he I think claims I, he enjoyed it. It was I a don't pl- know. it was a pleasant turn of events. Made a little comment in the private chat, and it was a little rude. 
and I was a little offended. And, you know, I'm sensitive, and I feel like I offended him by burping on the air yesterday. At times, there are burps. There are farts. There are upchucks. It happens by the whole crew here. Taz shows organic content. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Never. I hate Mark Wahlberg. So you never know. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Oy vey. All right. So uh, back to uh, talking SmackDown. I standpoint. This is one of those shows where I can veer off because my brain just. That's crazy. And that's what happens. All right. So um, what was the other thing I was going to talk about? I talked. Uh, oh, oh, also, I got to remember this, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't get into this scuttlebutt. You know, I'm not big into the news. But there is some scuttlebutt about now Nia Jax walked out of uh, Raw, like Neville did a couple of weeks or a week ago. Interesting. I'm going to try and get into this here in this episode here. i got to remember to talk about that. I don't want to do it right now. Uh, I want to talk about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and the promo uh, and the word that I think Sami wanted to use referring to the character of Daniel Bryan. But I love the Sami Zayn character. I care about Sami Zayn now. And I told you about his music when he first turned heel uh, with the gimmick, The Hell in a Cell, helping Kevin Owens. Maybe they should change his music now instead of that ska music and him dancing. But And I said, well, maybe they should keep it because it's really annoying as shit. And, and, and the way he's coming out dancing now, it's even more annoying. And I think they're telling him to do that and he's playing it up. Keep the music because I hate it. A, 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 a guy who gets sucked into the story like me that wants to root for the baby faces and booty heels. Um, that's what you're supposed to do. I uh, I hate when a guy comes out, Sami Zayn with the ska music, and he's dancing and he's happy and the music gets on my nerves more than ever now. Keep it, okay? It's the, more of the reason to be a real just annoying heel. It's perfect for him. His promo was spot on again. Whoever's writing Sami's promo or whoever Sami's working with I'm sure that's what's happening with his promo. It's great. It's a great collaboration of himself and whoever's helping him, or if it's just him. Uh, I love the verbiage. I love it, and I, I enjoy the chemistry between him and Kevin Owens. Uh, I think Daniel Bryan was excellent last night in his performance in every level. I think he did a great job, Daniel Bryan. Um, he took a lot of shit in that ring verbally from, from these guys, which I'm sure they're all tight and they know each other a long time, as we know, and they're friends, but still... It was like when you're not working anymore, you can't work or whatever, you're not clear, whatever, like Sam, like uh, Kevin is. Um, not Kevin, I'm sorry, the Daniel Bryan is. Yeah, it could, uh, even though it's a work and you're hearing somebody say this, and, you know, Dan, uh, uh, Sammy Zane doesn't mean the things he's saying, uh, you know, the, the snarky comments he's making. He put over Daniel Bryan's career, but very snarky uh, in character was Sammy Zane, and you, it's it still... It, it stings if you're Daniel Bryan. I'm just telling you. Uh, I've had it happen as an announcer. I've had talent on Mike say to me that stuff that I knew they were going to say. Oh, uh, you're not working. You're washed up. You're sitting there. You're a color commentator. You're not, you know, I've had this happen to me. And, you know, it's a work and it's part of the show, but it still stings a little bit. I got to tell you. So Daniel Bryan, I don't know him, but I'm sure he's a proud guy in the ring and he's a great worker. No doubt about that. Tremendous wrestler. Um but uh, I'm sure it had to bother him a little bit. But and then and then Sammy goes and this is the word I want to kind of smart you guys up and teach you a little something here. The word that I thought Sammy was going to say uh, when he uh, did you see this promo, uh, Dennis? So you were knee deep in the Yankee game, probably knee right? Deep in the Yankee game, and no need to do your job. It's all about baseball. No problem. 
So, no need. It's okay. You don't have to watch the content. I got it covered, buddy. You just barnacle on. We're good. It's fine. That's the plan. So, oh, and you're doing a great job of it. That's awesome. Thank you. And you can't get and you won't have your boss get mad at you. Uh, what's his he's name? right there with me. Seth, yeah, that's your boy. You know, that's your boy. You make fun of every day in the air. That's your boy, your boss. You got him wrapped around your finger. Mm-mm-mm. Now he's got yep, bacon not- wrapped dates. That's the only thing he's wrapped. He's wrapping bacon. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, you see, hey, hey, see what he does? He knows I'm getting mad. And what does he do? He does he does, do? It's a cop out now. The voices aren't even for comedic relief, they're just to get him out of trouble. And and it works. It's very distracting. He does it to me all the time. And I'm I'm just I I'm a mark. I get hooked. I'm a mark. The tail off of the real audio of <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say. Of of homeboy laughing in the control room is just the greatest shit ever. Um <laughs> Uh, I still realize that you didn't watch uh, SmackDown. That's right. The audience, they're, they're the ones that'll bash you, not me. So nobody come, nobody comes for my my breakdown. You're the you're the expert here. Oh, humble Jones, they love your breakdown. You kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the fans are clamoring for, for yeah. my my <laughs> breakdown of the same promo. So, I no, I can't, sorry, I interrupted you. Actually, I'm not sorry. Um, I, sometimes I can't remember like uh. What ha- like what was I just talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy Zayn. Sammy like, Zane. He said and a word he used. Yeah, he um, not like he, he said, but basically, I know the word that he wanted to say. I want to tell the audience that someone help me here. Somebody, uh, let me let me be one of the calls. Let's go to Texas. Hey, Christian, you're on the Taz show. What do you say there, buddy? Hey, Taz, how you doing? First time, long time. Liar. <laughs> um. Have- <laughs> Hey, uh, Christian, 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 yeah. have you watched SmackDown? Uh, I haven't watched SmackDown in the last few weeks. I've just been like oh. going to bed. You know what I mean? Oh, you have a lot You have a lot in common with my producer. That's great. How can I help you, sir? I have a commentary question about you, if you don't mind. Yes, yes, sir. Okay. Um, why did you always wear sunglasses? You know? That's a, that's a good question, and I will answer it. And I actually had a legitimate reason. It okay. wasn't to look cool. That I could tell you. Thank you for calling, Christian. I appreciate it. And uh, pl- please pay attention to the product. Um, it wasn't to look cool. I initially, and it stuck, I initially wore sunglasses because I had to read certain things if we were on camera. Not like a script. It's hard to explain. Sometimes it was copy for like a sponsor, call a sponsor billboard, or then maybe it was something on the screen. I had to read like a, not a teleprompter, something like that without getting into too much detail. And I, I was green as an announcer, so I didn't want my eyes to not look at the camera. So I could cheat while wearing the sunglasses. Aha, uh-huh, look at that. See? So, and then it just stuck. That's what happened. So uh, I was using it to, to, so I could read stuff that I had to while we were on camera, because, again, being green at it. And then it just, um, you know, it stuck. And that's how it happened. So, and I got over like Rover, kind of. Maybe. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. Um, anyway, the word that Sami Zayn wanted to use when he was talking to to Daniel Bryan, because he said, you know, you've become this. Like, he, again, he's he's I'm paraphrasing. Like he basically was saying Sami Zayn was saying to Daniel Bryan, you were great. You were great. You're great. Very, very sarcastic. The way he's doing it, condescending. And then he says, 
Um, what he means is you were great in the ring, but you know now, you know, like your office, basically what is he saying? And and your your, your uh, I just can't remember the word he used. It wasn't a word that you would use backstage. The word I thought he was going to say, I thought he was going to call him a stooge because the word you would use is stooge. You would, you know, if it's like an office uh, guy who comes like an office boy, you know, you know, like a stooge. I'm not saying this is Daniel Bryan for real. He's playing a character, but I'm just saying that's what I really thought Sammy Zayn was going to say. You know, you've become a real stooge. You know, and it's a very inside term. And the wrestler in me is like, oh god, he's going to call him a stooge just as bad. But he didn't. I just can't remember the freaking word that he said. God, let me go to Twitter. Maybe someone could tweet me. Someone help me. I I I go to a caller and the guy don't even he's not even watching a show. Let's go to another quarter. Caller, 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 caller. Marty in Wantor. That's on Strong Island. You were on the Taz show. How can I help you, buddy? Marty. Uh, oh yes, I'm sorry. That's okay, pal. How are you? I'm great. Uh, so. I know you want to talk about it a little bit later, but the Nia Jax situation. Marty, 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 stop for a moment. Did you watch SmackDown? I did not. No, I was at work. It's unbelievable. I, Marty, I can't catch a break. Does anybody watch SmackDown that, that listens or watches my show? It's unreal. I'll be watching it later. <laughs> Thanks, Marty. All right, well, you can tweet me. Uh, how can I help you? What's up, dude? So with the Nia Jack situation and Neville, when is enough enough with fans always trying to find out like the ins and outs of the wrestlers' personal lives? But for me, it's quite a bit annoying. Um, I it's tough to argue with you, Marty. I you know um, I I know why fans do it. I, I'm sure I assume you know why too. I mean, a lot of fans are inquisitive and they're curious because they want to know what goes on behind the scenes and they want they want to know and 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 um I'm I'm not like that like I'm a big sports fan Marty and like I love football baseball all this, you know I I don't really give a rat's ass about any of these athletes personal lives I really don't it's none of my business I don't care I care about the performance um so I guess there's a lot of wrestling fans sounds like you're like that where you just care about the performing in what the wrestler does correct I mean, I care about like the storylines, the performances, but if they have stuff going on in their personal lives and they choose to share it themselves, great. If they don't want to share it, not for me to know. Dude, I, I can't argue with you. I, I can't argue with you, Marty. Thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. I, I can't argue with you. I mean, I, I know, again, I know the other side of it. I, I know why a lot of fans like to know the dirt and stuff like that, and I'm not knocking them, uh, but... You know, um, I don't know what the deal is as far as Nia Jax. It's, it's from the reports that I've heard and seen. Um, you know, she's a little upset and something's going on. I, I don't know if it's with her push or whatever. And the rumor is the last I saw, I mean, as you're listening to me live right now at uh, almost 9 a.m. Eastern on October 18th, 2017, unless you're checking out, this is, might be old news now. She walked out, Nia walked out of Raw um not happy, right? Is that the report you saw, Dennis? That is correct. And then there was some conflicting reports that said she had personal issues, or uh, so I could see that that could just be covering up, kind of like the Neville I situation. See, I didn't see the. I didn't see. Did Nia say personal issues, or what? No, where, it's or just, just, someone just reports. So right. who knows? Right. Um, I also well, have some good news. I think I found the word. Oh, tell me. I, I received a text message from uh, from somebody here. Is the word 
Is the word sellout? Yes, that is the word. Seth, my man. Seth, no, see, that's the de- see, see. Now you knew. Oh, I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> this is bad. Uh, I, no, no, I, I know, I know. You want to stop me, Dennis, because you don't want to hear this. I know you don't want to. No, hear no, no. Go ahead. No, you're kicking yourself in the ass. Like, damn it, I shouldn't let him know it was Seth. No, because yep. that's exactly what Ant said. <laughs> it was like, just take credit for it. <laughs> On this one, you should have. Because um, I'm going to kill you here. Okay, but I so already listen. admitted I didn't see it. So how would, how would I have figured out what the – you would have saw right through that plan immediately. That's the fun part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to set myself up to get caught? Yes, exactly. Yes. Oh, it's all it's all for the show. It's all for the show. You see, Red Man, it's all for the show. Dude, you, you're, is your blood pressure all right, dude? You, you don't look. Good. It hasn't been all right for a long time, but it's it's normal for where for where it's at. I know an app that you could bring your blood pressure down. I can tell you that after the show. McDonald's app. No, different one. It's an app that can help your blood pressure. I'll, I'll take that off air, please. <laughs> no, you, can, you can tell me now. No, you're thinking, God, are you serious? Uh, I'm actually not serious, but I'll <laughs> no, tell you what I am serious about. I probably do have bad blood pressure. I think you do. What I am serious about um, is that you are a douche and that <laughs> Seth, these are the reasons why Seth is the lead producer, and this is the reason why a lot of the original Taz Show fans still respect the KFJ Seth. They do. Because he brings the, nah, you can make faces. He brings the wood. He brings the wood. He's wheels. He's stealing bases. He he brings the wood for, for two years on the show. He knows his shit. He comes prepared. He, he, he knows the business. He's a diehard Yankee fan like you. He knew the word sellout. He knew Sammy called Daniel Bryan a sellout. You didn't know that. I didn't know that, and I watched the fucking show. So <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, CC. See the CC right there? That was, uh, it that was just, organic. It was organic. But I'm just saying, <laughs> excuse me. I'm just saying, <laughs> Seth knows his stuff. And I hate to put him over. Uh, I'm right behind you. But you know what happens when you put him over. Oh. You hear my head getting bigger? How am I going to fit through the, the nab door tomorrow? There are emails being sent right now to the big wigs of CBS Radio. Did you hear what he said about me? Yeah, buddy. He's he's timestamped that audio I just did. He just <laughs> took that audio, too, right or wrong. He texted me. He said, please pull that. <laughs> it's going on my highlight reel. Oh, yeah. Yep. Hooray! That's how all his demo tapes end. <laughs> I got to go to break. All right, so... Uh, Coming back, uh, one hour down, one hour to go. Uh, going to get to talk a little bit about the Bobby Roode Ziggler stuff. Uh, going to take a couple more phone calls. We'll, we'll be on Facebook Live later on in this episode. Taz Show, Wednesday edition, coming at you full throttle. Still got to talk some sports. Sit tight. All right. We uh, we are back live here. One hour down, one hour to go on this Wednesday edition of the Tash Show. We'll be on Facebook Live in about 30 minutes. 
at uh, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Uh, for now, you're listening live on the radio.com app from your mobile friggin' device. Or you're listening live at uh, TazShow.com or watching there. Much appreciated. Is the gimmick chat still alive? That's the question everyone wants to know. Anthony, I need you, video producer extraordinaire. Can you help me with this information? The gimmick chat was alive yesterday. I'm actually in the process of fixing a technical issue with it. But tomorrow it should be all good to go. So it's not alive. Well, it, it was yesterday, and then I'm defibbing it right now. And then it should be back tomorrow. You're what? He's defibbing it. He's defabbing it. That's the hip Whatever. way of saying defibrillator. Dude, defibrillator is something that you do with a human. You don't do it on a... Def- I'm trying to awesome. revive it right now. You know? okay. Get him off the show, Dennis. Thanks, Ann. Get him off the show, please. I keep trying to incorporate him in the show like a gentleman. He's so good. <laughs> no, he's not. He's, he's bad. So he's very bad. He's not good. He's not good. He's your, your new broadcast colleague when Dead Air debuts. You guys are working on this for, for the new year, right? For 2018, Dead Air? 2018, we're rolling it out. That'd be great. You're going to have about 10 listeners. Mostly family members. Actually, all family members. And they hate you guys too. That's the funny part. He's defibbing the fucking thing. Unbelievable. <laughs> like what? I just want to know if the gimmick chat was alive because I haven't been on it. I want to apologize to all the gimmick chat fans at Tashow.com. I need to do my due diligence and be better at being on the gimmick chat. And the guy tells me it's dead anyway. Great. I mean, really? Unbelievable. Just defibbing it. <laughs> He's defibrillating it. All right, so uh, before I get talking some baseball, I want to just close out some thoughts again on SmackDown last night. Ziggler got a victory on Bobby Roode, so it's like he got even in essence. Uh, you know, with a roll-up victory, got even from the victory that Roode had on him previously. So I felt like these two guys when I first saw laid eyes on this angle a couple weeks ago. And I talked to you guys on the air about it. I said, man, a three out of five with these cats would be big. Did I not say this, Dennis? You absolutely did. I'm stuck on three out of fives a lot. And then they don't happen. Kevin Owens and somebody was a three out of five I really was dying for them to do for a while, a long time ago. Who the hell was it? All right. Anyway, um. I can't hear him. It's, it don't matter. That's not relevant. But what is relevant is Ziggler and Rude. And I'll tell you right now, if you go the route with these two cats and you do, you're already starting to tease it. You could kind of, it feels to me like three out of five is coming um, because it's like, all right, now, and you hear the announcing too, Ziggler got even. Now they're, it's, so they're using the word even. He got whatever he said, like, you know, to roll up, like tit for tat, that type thing. You, you got to get into a three out of five. It just smells like it. It would work with these guys. Um, you're going to get longevity. Let them stay in their, in their angle with each other, man. Don't let anybody else in the angle with these two guys. It could be really something cool. They're both so good in the ring. They're both really good on the mic. They both look great. They're in that same generation age bracket and whatnot i it would just be i just think it'd be money and to me it's whoever came up with the idea vince or triple h or stephanie or one of the writers whoever it was who came up with the idea of putting these two together and doing the entrance gimmick that, that they started it with 
you know, that was the whole thing. I, I, I told you, I love this angle. I love the storyline. It's a B story right now. Maybe C. I don't know. Uh, I think it should be a lot more. And a thank you. I just got a text from a former producer of the Taz show. I need a two shot, please. Uh, and I want to see Dennis's face. I just got a shot, a, a text from a former producer on the show who it's just the text simply said the word Cesaro. And what that means, Dennis, is that's a former producer telling me, Taz, here's your lifeline. Um, your Kevin Owens Cesaro three out of five was what you talked about at nauseum, basically. And that and it never happened. But that was the gentleman that that it was. It was Cesaro and Kevin Owens that I was hoping for. This producer, again, is two for two. So take a guess who it was. When you're hot, you're hot. No. Seth's always hot. And if you use that as a soundbite, I will <laughs> kick the shit out of you. Uh, <laughs> I say, no, the way this works. Okay. Uh, I'll let so, that one slide. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the, here's the thing. Sir, you, Dennis, you suck. Okay. You need to understand that. You're funny. You're jolly. You're chubby. You're a redhead. It's hard not to like a redhead. I understand red, chubby people. I understand that. That's funny, man. But uh, but I don't like you, and I think the bulk of my audience hates you, and 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 that's it. The only one in the building who likes you is your grab ass pal Anthony. That's it. Nobody else. That is not true. You. Don't put words in my mouth. I just tolerate sure. him. The Love real him. butt buddy crew is Dennis and Seth. We need to we need to uh, let this be known. Uh, Interesting, interesting comments, sir. Interesting. Uh, we'll have to have Rover look into it. He's the he's the big dick on the show, detective. So we'll have to have him look into that. Interesting, interesting. Let's go out. Uh, oh, I say, Dennis, I'm taking a call. Please stop talking. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the UK and speak to Brian in England. How can I help you, Brian? Hello. Oh, what was that noise, buddy? What's going on? We on a plane? It's Ryan, not Brian. Oh, Ryan. Sorry, I thought it was Brian. My bad. Uh, What's going on? Buddy? How are you, Ryan? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Um, right, I've got a question. I did watch SmackDown, by the way, even though it seems like everybody else didn't. Yes. Um, question. Uh, you was talking about the UK stuff. I was actually at the show in Blackpool in January. Um, and as a dark show on that, actually Neville faced um, Alistair Black as a dark match, you know, just before the final, between the semi-final and the final. Which was, yes. he got quite a big pop Neville for that actually, even though he was a heel, heel there. Um, Ryan, Ryan, tell me, Alistair Black wrestled who? Um, Neville. Oh, Neville. Match. Thank you. Okay, got it. Got it. Continue. Um, I just, um, but I was, he was on about putting him in there as like to help out the guys. I just thought that was a really good idea, um, because he was actually at the show and he got a big pop. Um, right. Right. With, it was just a question on creative. With creative at the WWE when they're doing the storylines, is it just one one set of members that do every single storyline in the WWE? And uh, and the other thing is, wouldn't it be easier if like he had a, one creative member who was to one story, so he could put all his all into that one storyline? Or is it like everybody just puts their peace of mind into it and it just gets muddled up? It's like the Finn Balor thing. I just think. If you had one person, say for instance, if you was a creative and that was your little baby that you could go to work with, you you could put all your mind into that one storyline with a 
this, if it's a creative team, they've got so many storylines to deal with. Maybe some storylines just don't get the attention they need sometimes. Right. I don't know how it right. works. That's the question. I got you. Let me, let me help you out here. Okay, right. So usually the way it works is with creative teams, um, I think now what they're doing, they, they kind of go back and forth. They have a, a Raw team and a SmackDown team. So, um, But usually they, it, it's from my experience over a lot of years, um, it's that you work with a talent, a wrestler, more than a team, more than a storyline. So um, let's say Dennis is one of the writers in WWE and he's been there for two years. Um, as a writer, and he builds a relationship and a working relationship where they work well together with um, with Daniel uh, uh, Kevin Owens, with Kevin Owens. So where he, Dennis, would write for Kevin Owens, and Kevin and him have that good rapport, and he knows Kevin's character very well. Kevin knows Dennis's writing style. That's normally uh, Ryan, the way it works. Um, now the new UK, uh, that, that whole content that they're giving the audience, uh, as little as they're giving it, uh, is newer, obviously WWE. When I was there, it wasn't there. I'm not sure I could find out who writes that stuff for them or who deals with the individual talents. I'm assuming it's some of the lead writers from the WWE. Maybe it's Road Dog. Maybe it's a guy named Dave Kapoor that, you know, there, there's a guy named Ed Kosky. There's several guys that have been there a long time. Uh, but you need to understand something. You people. You need to understand one thing. Ryan, you're gone, right? Ryan's gone, Dennis? Gone. Thank you for calling, Ryan. Um, you people need to understand one thing. At the end of the day, if writers are dealing with storylines or if they're dealing, like I'm telling you, directly with talent and that's what they deal with, um, at the end of the day, there's one writer, one voice at the end of the day, end of the day, EOD as we call it in the business world, and it's Vince McMahon. Vince is the end all be all. Now, I, I think sometimes that gets lost in the shuffle amongst the wrestling community, amongst fans. I, they, they're so quick to bash writers. And they're so, I, I'm not, Ryan from England did not do that. I'm not putting words in your mouth. I'm just using that as a cliche uh, stereotype. A lot of times fans bury the writers. The writing, the writer, the writer, the writer, the writers did this, the writing was this, the writing sucked, the writers did that. Listen. The writers are responsible for a lot. They got to bring stuff to the table to Vince. Yeah, and sometimes they they screw shit up, no doubt about it. And sometimes it sucks. The writing sucks, absolutely. But you got to realize at the end of the day, <laughs> the, 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 the main brain is Vince McMahon. It's Vince's call. Um, and I could tell you from experience, being around it very closely for a long time, that's a, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Being a writer in the WWE <laughs> is extremely difficult. Those guys do not get a lot of time off. They don't make a ton of money either. Um, and they have to deal directly with Vince all the time. And Vince, as you guys know, can be very tough. He's very demanding. To Vince's credit, he wants to put the best product out there. I'm not knocking Vince, but he's a tough son of a gun to work with. And for the announcers too. And I'm, that I know for sure. But he makes you better because you have a gun to your head all the time. <laughs> so, and the writers, it's rough. It's a rough, rough gig. It's a rough gig. And, you know, a lot of times that's why they don't go public. The writers, you don't you don't see a lot of presence from them on social media while they're working for WWE. There's a, definitely a confidentiality thing that they all um, keep for the most part unless 
maybe one or two of them are stooging something to to dirt sheet riders and and all that stuff. But as far as their own presence, like coming forward as themselves, you don't see much unless I'm missing something on social media from any current WWE riders. Now, Road Dog, this situation, you know, Brian James, he's very active on social media, but you know, he he was a he's, he was a WWE superstar. He's a wrestler for years. His family, all great wrestlers, you know, from his dad, his brothers. You know, he's had a long wrestling career, so of course he's got a, a, a person. He's got a, a public persona because he is a public persona. He's a public star. So that that, but he is also one of the creative guys, uh, uh, behind the scenes there. So you know, one of the main right, Michael P. S. Hayes, another guy like Road Dog, a guy who's a star. You know, and and he's part of that creative team. So, but there are other you know men and women that don't come forward. But and they're not in the public, and they, they keep everything on the down low and kayfabe, and and I respect that. I understand that part of it, and they 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 are the heater. They they do the job. They know that they're gonna get bashed publicly. The fans, you always go right to blame the writers, blame the writers, blame the writers. But you know, the writers answer to Vince McMahon and Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, and you know these these are the powerheads. So you know, it, the buck stops with them. And when you see it behind the scenes. You know, if Vince McMahon was standing right next to me right now on the air, you know, he would admit, yeah, no, the buck stops at me. He'd be the first one to tell you that. He's he's not going to blame his writers. Like, he's not going to do that. He won't. He won't blame his announcers. He he won't do that. He'll he'll do the job, Vince. He will. Publicly. He will. He's he, he's a good leader in that regard. Behind the scenes, he might get on you a little bit. <laughs> you know, he's, he's tough to work for. But if you're loyal to him, He'll be loyal to you. And I know for me, if I didn't ask to leave the company, I, I, I humbly say this. This is not a cocky, conceited comment by, by me what I'm about to say here. If I didn't meet, if I didn't decide to leave, I probably could have stayed there as long as I wanted. I had a great rapport there and a great relationship with all my bosses, from Vince McMahon to Kevin Dunn down, um, and, and everybody who worked there. I mean, from production to, to, to talent. I mean, I you know, I was there for a long time, and... And, and I, I miss a lot of it every day. I, I miss the people every day. I don't miss the grind, obviously, but I do miss some of the people that I work with, including some of my bosses. You know, I had a lot of laughs with a lot of my bosses, including Vince. <laughs> I, I miss Vince a lot. I, I learned a lot from Vince. I do. There are some things about Vince I don't miss, but, but I, a lot about him I do miss. I miss learning under him, working under him. I do. I had a, a great time working for him. As a whole, you know, I mean, but I needed a break. And, and that's why you hear people leave, even if they're not in the ring anymore, like I wasn't. You hear people leave. They just, they just, you need a break. It's a grind. It's a grind that you cannot explain. No matter how many days a week you're working, it's tough. And it gets to the point where, yeah, you make a lot of money, you're doing well, you're famous, blah, 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 all this bullshit. But I'm telling you, if you're not happy, life's too short. You got to be happy. And that's that simple. I have, do I have any regrets for leaving? Absolutely not. Not one. I'm good. <laughs> I promise. I'm the happiest I've ever been uh, doing this show that I do every day for, for close to 500 episodes. I'm fucking happy as a pig and poopy. That's right. Poopy. So, you know. <laughs> so that's the deal. See, Dennis, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I tell the people the truth, <laughs> how I feel. That was very uh, well-spoken. And I do have a question, though. You said poopy there. But just before it, you use the F word. Conversational. It's CC. Conversational cursing. That's what I do. I, I don't even know I use that. I don't even know I say it. It's going to be great at the NAB <clears throat> with all the bosses. <clears throat> live mic. It's going to be great. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. CBS will be like, oh, yeah, no, he's not really our guy. Uh, he, he, it, we, we said he is. He's really not. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, we get the big push Taz show on the uh, <clears throat> the Twitter, on, on the NAB website or something. It's on there finally. They must have heard the show yesterday. Oh, yeah. Look asking, at the Twitter. Asking you shall receive. Yeah. Yeah, they gave the big push. They didn't ignore. Apparently, I'm going to be broadcasting from the podcast studio. Which is fine because at the end of the day, I really am a podcast. Uh, at the end of the day, I've tapped out on that. So, yeah, I gave up. You're a lot of things. Podcast, lot. podcast is one of them. You wear a lot of hats. Yes. And the, um, yeah, right. It is a podcast, though, at the end of the day. I mean, it's a live video show, but it's it's a podcast. And speaking of podcasts, I'm going to be recording in the podcast studio, and we are going to do a roundtable. It's going to be a roundtable discussion, prediction show on the gimmick schnabitz that they're doing on uh, the, the TLC they're doing on Sunday. Prediction podcast for Friday, yours truly, me, Dennis Jones, late to the dance, and Seth. Yep, Seth will be there. So this should be great. Me trying to get some microphone time with Seth and Dennis on yeah. Real murderer's row for you. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. Hopefully, I'm allowed to speak. Plus, I'll be dealing with two hams. Yeah. One guy who smells like ham. I'm gonna be eating a lot of ham with that buffet. And yeah, they're gonna have catering. You just don't act like a gavoon in front of everybody, please. Yeah, that's gonna be. Oh, I'm the lead producer. Here's his daily producer, and I'm just gonna be like, "Can you guys direct me to the buffet line, please?" <laughs> And is he gonna embarrass me there? I mean, is he gonna act like an animal eating like a pig in front of these bosses? I've only gone in public with him one place, and he couldn't have been more embarrassing. It's it's he's a lot so- to handle when you when once you get him out of work, you think he's just like annoying when he's at work. He doubles it down when he gets in public, and when it's food, he's so focused. It, it, it he's he's like a, a a lion eating like a small deer. And he stores I mean, and, things in his beard. But he's gonna he's gonna be like a woolly mammoth from the caveman days. I mean, it, 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 really, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be tiger lion esque eating small animals. Like a, he's gonna go to that buffet, and if they have like a pasta station, holy shit, carbs? Forget about it. I have. I'm sure you've seen National Geographic's when like the uh, when the the speed land animals attack like gazelles and stuff. You ain't seen nothing yet till you've seen me hit the corner quick, come around fast. for. Well, that's, there's prime see, rib that's, there tomorrow, look out. But see, that's the problem, Dennis. That's what people don't realize because you are very athletic and you're actually very quick. And we know you're one of the greatest linebackers ever to play high school football in the state of New York. We know this. Oh, Newberg knows that. Newberg, Newberg. So you bring that athleticism and that que- speed and quickness into your daily eating now. That's what you do. Um, it's disturbing, and I know you move like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's it just stay away. And and if if uh, I, I need a big bosses from CBS around or the new company that's merging with CBS, they don't even know us. They're gonna be what the fuck is that guy? Tomorrow's gonna yeah. be an interesting day. It's the beginning of the end of the Taz show. So uh, that's really what it is. 
I got to go to break. Other side of break, I will be on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Take one or two more calls. Get into some chatter on the sporting world. What's going on with baseball? The Yankees, comeback Jones. You got to respect that. Astros, can they seal a deal or will the Yankees? We find out today. We'll discuss that shortly. Some basketball news. There was a gruesome injury. That was disgusting. Uh, in the basketball world, a uh, rough way to start a season. Tash Show, sit tight. Be right back. Uh, we're back live here on the Taz Show, and uh, we're on Facebook Live also at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. So you can tell your friends and family this last segment of the show will be on there on this Wednesday edition. I talked a lot about SmackDown earlier. Got into that. Um, going to take uh, one or two calls uh, here on the show. Going to talk a little sports here in a second. Something I hooked on the break there, Dennis, going in. I can't remember what I said. I had five things going on here at the Rage Cave. There was there was no hook, but earlier you had mentioned um, Nia Jax. I know we discussed it a little bit. I don't know if you want to go into it any further. Right, I do. I do want to get into that a little bit. I do. I do want to talk a little bit about the Yankees. I definitely want to do that. I know you want to do that. Um, but first, I want to I want to uh, try and help a buddy of mine and plug something. A guy who helped me and who did um, a cool. He's an artist. Okay, um, his name is Joe. And I've mentioned him in the past. Uh, if you look on my Twitter account, the cartoon drawing of myself, uh, and I think in that particular one, I'm wearing a New York Med hat, <clears throat> uh, at Graphic Joker, at G-R-A-F-I-X-J-O-K-E-R. Okay. Um, yo, give this guy a follow. Check out his artwork, uh, his website. Support this guy if you guys can. I'm going to be talking about Joe a little bit more going down the road here. He does a lot of stuff for me uh, and for the show and his designs. Uh, artwork is phenomenal. So, uh, you know, I just want to I just want to come out and give a, you know, give a little shout out to my man. He does some cool stuff for me. He's working on a project for me right now. It's a, 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 a drawing that's going to be pretty badass for a design that I want to put out. Uh, we're going to have stickers available. How about this? Dennis, you didn't know this. Dean did Anthony. There's going to be new stickers for the show, like decals. You know what I mean? That's what I'm hearing. Stickers are fun. Like, it is like for me, like it's really weird because it is fun because I want people to buy the stickers, the decals, and not gonna be they're not gonna be expensive. And the reason why I want them to buy them, it's not monetarily. I mean, I have a lot of problems, but money isn't one of them. We know this. Um, the, the the main reason is this is gonna sound really weird. I I love when you go through over the years. I've seen it. Toll booths. Two shot Jones, please. I, I want to see Dennis's face here. I don't, I don't normally say that. Toll boots, where you see, it sounds funny, I know, stickers on the toll boots of all these different things. Like when you throw the quarters in the toll boots, ta-ching, ta-ching, and you see these decals of like whatever. I, I want people to put the Tash Show stickers there. Like I just have this vision all over the United States that's happening. That's. <laughs> yes. There's a problem. There's a problem. There's a problem, Dennis. Yeah. The problem is 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 two two or three fucking words, and it's easy pass. Yeah. Is the problem? People just yeah, they just zip right through now. No one's stopping throwing quarters in like my old man used to do. You know, no one's doing that. And I said, look at the stickers. Look at the stickers. No more. 
I still want the Tasho stickers on the toll booths. But here's the other problem, Dick. That could happen. No, no. Here's the other problem. Toll boots are like going away. That's the other problem. There's not even toll boots. They just got the gimmick above that reads your your your, your pass. I've seen the John Linguizamo commercial. Yeah, thanks for bringing my segment down. So I don't like him. Okay, well uh, he sucks anyway. Right, Newberg. That's where he went to Newberg. high school. He went to Newberg, I think. Look, I just want to see the Tasho decals on toe boots. That's all. I, I, where else? Where's another good spot where people like uh, the, rest stop, restrooms in the stalls? Yeah, it goes to the easiest one. Oh, Aunt Aunt got in my ear. Laptops. Aunt said, "I'm a big um, sticker on the cooler guy. You're going to a tailgate. Nice. Boom, nice. slap it. Sla- I don't know the design yet, so I'm assuming it's like a. Is there a 13 involved somewhere? Listen, sir, do not." Ask questions that have nothing to do with you. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to pot Ann up for this. He's got a really good one. I've yeah. seen a, a lot of uh, dumpsters with stickers on them. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. I want these fucking stickers everywhere. I, I, I just, I, the stickers are not going to be a lot of money. I mean, just buy the stick. They're not even for sale yet. I'm, I'm plugging them and they're not even out there yet. I don't even know who's going to sell them. We're going to have them now. But people are going to be able to buy them. I, I dropped the ball on the freaking giant flags and, and and nevertheless, we we could pick it up with the stickers. But buy I'm telling hat. you right now, you son of a bitches, you're going to buy these stickers and you're going to put them everywhere. I want them in stalls. If I'm going on a rest stop and I'm going through Jersey, and I got to take a dump. I want to be able to see that sticker in that stall. Uh, that can get that can get iffy because there's nothing good written in a bathroom stall, and you don't want the sticker associated with the writing. Sometimes they have those holes in the stalls too. You ever see those those holes? I'm not familiar. Some people on the show. I think some people on the show might know the holes. I would love to see some them. nipples. They walk around with drill bits when they go to rest stops. I can see through now. I digress. I just want to see the stickers somewhere. Just put the stickers someplace. Somewhere where I... Dennis, you're saying... Anthony, you're saying laptops. I don't want to fuck... I can't see your laptop. It's public. It needs to be in public. Well, like when you go to like airports... People have to take their laptops out of the bag. True. I mean, kid, like millennials, they uh, they love to cover their laptops and stickers. I would be one of those yeah. people. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm a big sticker mark. I, 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 I'm not surprised. Your age. Um, I, I like stickers, too. Uh, I wouldn't call myself a sticker mark, but... Um, but I understand you're using inside terms because you're speaking to a wrestler, so you're acting like a wrestler. That's I'm a mark. I understand. I'm just saying I want to see, well, the whole merger. Now when we go to this this new spot, the Tash Show, because we're moving out of uh, that, that Midtown spot, perfect opportunity to put stickers everywhere. Everywhere. That's Dude, how you and assert the, your dominance. And where do you see the sticker? Oh, I want to say so bad what it's going to be. Oh, Dude. Blue collar Jones, hard ass man shit right here. That's what's gonna happen. Man shit. You know what I mean? Not literal, right? No, no, it's not a lump of shit with my logo on it. No. That would be a funny sticker though. That would be good. 
that would be pretty good. Oh, yeah. I want the stickers everywhere. I, I'm telling you, anywhere I go to have a meeting, like another Hand company. Like a business card. No, no, bro. That no, I'm not doing that. That's 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 uh, that's professional. I'm 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 not I'm unprofessional. What I do is I take the sticker, I put it on my hand reverse because I got the dead hand. I'm still dead, and I put it reverse. And I hey, how are you? I, I got a bad hand. I give the guy a fist pump. Oh, let's let me walk you through the halls. As soon as he turns his back, boom! I put the sticker on the wall somewhere. He don't see it. I'm putting the stickers all over the office, everywhere. Reversal. Yeah, I'm telling you. Very I want. Pe- I need help from the We Over Nation. I need stickers uh, everywhere. We might need a poll. Will you help put up stickers? <laughs> yes or not yes? <laughs> yes or absolutely? That way you force, yeah, I think, I think that's a good hand. idea. Let, tell the social media team, let's do a poll. I think that's good. I think it's good. <laughs> I think it's good. Let me say hello to everybody on Facebook because you got to do that. They're the most needy son of a bitch is going. So everybody on Facebook Live, hello. Uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, thank you for joining uh, on here. We, we actually, uh, I actually was doing a show for the past hour and a half uh, besides just jumping on here with you people. You know, Dennis, there actually is a show going on before we jump on Facebook Live. You realize that, right? I actually just found this out in the past week. So yeah. It's actually a show to happen so while, while, you know, before we go on Facebook Live. Yeah. So uh, hello to everybody on Facebook Live. Don't be afraid to give the thumbs up, the blue thumbs up. That'd be nice. Uh, you know, I see a lot of the same sequel fans on there. Mm. Brian Finich, Fritch, he says, need big, big stickers in Texas. It's going to be a decent sized sticker. Uh, James uh, Manternek said, uh, all the stickers you want, we'll do it up in Canada. So we got a Canadian man who's going to do some stuff for us there. That's good already. It's growing. Already. Chris Flores, you need a UCF hat. Uh, University of Central Florida in Orlando. I've actually been there. I, I know that campus. Uh, I know that. Uh, yeah, no problem. You send a hat over to the studio. I'll wear it. Free, I'm in. You know? No problem. It's all good. Uh, I said I want to talk a little Sports. I did that. I know that I, w- I wanted to talk a little sports, uh, a little chatter on some of the baseball. Big deal for the Yankees. I watched the game. They won the game six to four over the Houston Astros. A little spitball with sports right now. And wait, do we have an open? You want to do the open? We have it if you want it. Yeah, what the f? Play it. Nobody provides wrestling insight quite like Tabs, but he's more than just a wrestling expert. He's breaking down the big game, the X's and O's. Analysis you won't find anywhere else. He's knocking it out of the park. Jeez, did you use enough cliches there? The Taz Show presents Spitballing with Sports. Just stick to wrestling. Yeah, that's what they say. Where do I go to the NAB tomorrow? National Association of Broadcasters, and I try to talk sports, and my boss is there. Talk wrestling, you stupid prick. That's all you know. Stay in your wheelhouse, you dumbass. You won the war for it. Yankees win 6-4, even a series up 2-2 against the Astros. Very impressed. Please, there's something going on with that audio. I told you this earlier, Dennis. You're going to get fired on the air. I'm telling you, I'm going to fucking fire you. Keep doing this. Okay? Got me cursing casually out here now. I don't want to do this. 
Aaron Judge goes two for four with a home run and a double. Clutch Jones here. Uh, yeah, I got to tell you, uh, you are welcome, Yankee fans. I'm getting texts, uh, not text, tweets throughout the game. People thanking me for lifting the hex uh, from the home run derby in the All-Star game. As a Met fan that I had on uh, Aaron Judge, and I'm happy for you people. I did lift it a few weeks ago. Aaron Judge looked pretty good here. A uh, big, big clutch thing. DD goes, uh, hits a triple. Uh, dude, DD hits the triple after the home run. What was it? It was, was it four to two or four to one at that time? Four to one, right? The home run makes it four to one. They bring. Let me finish. Don't, don't, don't you dare. This is my time to talk. Okay. Don't you dare. I love your face shut down like a chubby kid going in the cookie jar. Yep. Oh, I never get shut down there. Pitbull. So, yeah, it was 4-1. to one. And I want to tell you the story. I'm watching the game. Sometimes when it gets like an exciting part of any sport game, I don't sit down. I stand up. I stand up and I watch. I don't know why. It's just weird, but that's what I do. So I stand up and I'm watching. And I see DD gets up. Uh, whatever, it's 1-0, and all, like a ball, a strike, whatever happened. I run in the house because I had a nice cup of, uh, I run in the kitchen, I should say. I had a nice cup of ice water. And I had a little snack, some pretzels with a little mustard. I go to grab it. Literally, I was in the kitchen. No lie. It had to be friggin' 30 seconds at tops. I come back, he's on third. I'm like, what? He's on third. What happened? <laughs> Quick hit Jones. Like, unbelievable. I had the sound down. He's on third, DD, and then the Yankees just, you know, clutch. They battled back, man, throughout the next couple of innings. Gary Sanchez clutched Jones. This poor bastard needed it. He dropped the ball that most high school catchers make the other day. He dropped it. Remember, I ripped him. Clutch DH, that's inside turns for designated hitter for you wrestling fans. That means he's not playing defense. He's playing offense. He's just taking a bat, and he has a turn at bat. He's a DH, designated hitter. See, Dennis, how I explain it to the people? Very thorough. Gary Sanchez hits the go-ahead double in the eighth, one for three with three ribbies. Again, inside turn for RBI, runs batted in, ribby. Okay, uh, game five is today, 5 p.m. Eastern. I'm all over it. I'm watching Dallas. Uh, Keiko, Keiko, Kako, Kinkle Jones against Tanaka. I wrestled Tanaka actually in Chicago, him and Mike Lawson. Yeah. Different Tanaka, right? Uh, cousins, I believe. Well, anyway, the, the game, uh, this is it. Do or die, here we go. What's going to happen? I got to tell you, I think the Yankees do it. I think the Yankees win. They're at home. They got fucking momentum up the wazoo here. I'm a Met fan, but I'm pulling for you, Yanks. I'm pulling for you. You got momentum. Keiko's the man. He's a great pitcher for the for the Strohs. I know that. Dennis, please give me your prediction and what's going to happen. I hope the Yankees win. I'm going to the game, so I will be Don't there. Don't give a shit about that. Who cares? You're bragging. And I, I was looking for tickets, and you couldn't help me for a different game. Remember that? Yeah. Well, yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh? yeah. I'm mad at you. I did not get these tickets for free. That's why I'm laughing. Well, I, I need everything for free. Yeah. So you're going to game. You're going with Seth or you're going with somebody else? No, I'm taking uh, – I'm not taking. My best friend uh, got tickets, so him and I are going together. Um, so I'll be there. And then hopefully they win, and then they only need to win one game in Houston to move to the World Series. 
Oh, no sell Jones. Hey, Ant, typical Yankee fan. You see what's going on here? Oh, yeah, not a cocky. A couple days yep. ago, he was freaking out. Now he's like, oh, oh yeah, we got yep. this. I didn't say yep. we got this. I said, I, ho- I hope we- I would hate to go. Oh, I was at the wild card game two years ago when Keiko shut us down. I'm I'm nervous. Oh, boo-hoo. Yeah, boo-hoo is right. That's what Met fans are saying to you, Dennis. Boo-hoo, and I'm a Met fan. Boo-hoo, you bitch. You're cocky because you know I'm right because you got momentum right now and you're home. I'm not I'm not cocky at all. I like uh You're telling me that Aaron Judge is not hitting his stride now. He's not getting hot right now at the right time. <clears throat> I mean he hit yesterday. Keiko is so good though, and he really pitches oh, we, well against the Yankees. So Dude, you guys got this. Don't worry about it. I'm telling you. Really, and what do you think? I am I don't think the Yankees get this one. I do th- can't see Verlander wow. throwing two gems in a row. Wow. Um, maybe uh, it goes seven. I don't know. I just can't see the Astros. I just think they're a better team, but, uh, I mean, I th- thought the Indians were better too. I don't know, dude. I think things are – I believe in destiny. <laughs> and I think the, the – uh, <laughs> I think destiny the Yankees – Exclusive to Halloween? <laughs> the Yankees and Dodgers in the World Series, and it's, it's destiny. It's, it's going to be a New York World Series, Brooklyn Dodgers versus the Bronx Bombers. I predicted this how long ago, guys? Really? Before the start of the playoffs. Before the start of the NLCS. No, NLDS. ALDS. FTWS. One Speaking minute. of FTW, by the way, side note. If you're looking for a new shirt... Dude, I think there's an FTW shirt available if you guys want to buy it. Uh, Dennis, where can I get this? And help me. Uh, you would go to ProWrestlingTees.com where you can find the new throwback series. First, you're mm. going to release this one, the Human Suplex Machine FTW. A little 13 in the bottom right. But Indeed. it's mm-hmm. not as easy as you think. You go to ProWrestlingTees.com. That's not the kicker. The kicker is you want to slash T-A-Z for all your great Taz merchandise. Lower third, it's right there. ProWrestlingTees.com slash T-A-Z. FTW shirt has dropped. Okay, you could. I don't have an ALDS or ACLS or an ALS. It's an FTW, okay? So you could do that. Yankees, I think, win. I think they're going to win. It's going to be exciting. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because yesterday during the game, you guys were losing four to nothing. And there was that feeling for the Yankee players, coaches, front office, and fans of, oh, my God, it's over. We're done. We're doing the job. But yet the team battled back. Dude, I'm telling you, that shows so much character and so much poise. And that builds your confidence so much. I'm really building the Yankees up. Jesus. I like their chances, man. It's I believe in momentum in sports. And the Bronx Bombers got the momentum right now. That and the uh, the Houston offense is, you can tell they're pressing. Yes. Well, here comes the burial. I like this. No, um, no burial. Yeah, okay, watch your mouth. Uh, the Dodgers uh, are just on a roll. I, I fell asleep. I was watching the game. But uh, they won, right? They won again? Yeah, uh, I think 6-1 was the final. All right, and they lead the car. Uh, I'm sorry, they uh, lead the series two to nothing, right? Oh, it was a three to nothing. Three nothing. Two to nothing. Yeah. Three to nothing. Oh, thanks for coming, Chicago. You had a good run. See you down the road. Dodgers, uh, Brooklyn Dodgers go all the way here. I called it weeks ago. 
Dodgers, Yankees. Yankee fans hate me right now. God, stop it, Taz. You're jinxing us, you prick. <sighs> Speaking of hoops, uh, the Cavaliers beat the Celtics 102-99 in the uh, to open the NBA season. LeBron James, uh, big star Jones, uh, 29 points, 16 rebounds, 9 assists. Uh, I guess he's going to have another great year. This guy's unbelievable. He's just a freak of nature. Kylie Irving, 22 points with 10 assists in his return to Cleveland. Big, big reunion there. Uh, bad injury in this game. I saw the injury. Celtics forward uh, Gordon Hayward fractured his ankle in a very bad, ugly, ugly deal. He, he looked like when he came, he went up, and when he came down, he just no one hit him. He just, it just his leg just buckled at his ankle. It looked like it might have been a, a compound fracture. Uh, I don't, I didn't read the result, uh, like what exactly the details were on his injury. If you have it, Dennis, a compound fracture. I've talked about before. It's, it's one of the worst you could have. It's when well, compound fractures when you snap the bone so bad and then the bone goes through the skin and it's exposed to, to society. I don't know if that happened because he had, high, look, he had high, high socks on or something like that, but there definitely was a full snappage and uh, a breakage. Maybe it wasn't compound where it busts through the skin. Do you have any details on uh, Mr. Hayward's injury? Uh, dislocated ankle and a fractured tibia. Yeah, shinbone Jones. That's a shinbone goes down. Yeah, bad deal right there. Bad deal. Sucks. Sucks for this guy to start the year out. I got to tell you, who's that schmuck who works for ESPN? That prick. What's his name? Um, Which one? Oh, God. The guy, uh, Nerdy Jones, never played a sport in his life. He's a big Cowboys fan. Controversial Jones. He was on a show with Stephen A. Smith, but he used to argue. Skip Bayless. Yeah, he, he tweets up. something, dude. Like, what a real douche comment. After the guy gets hurt, and a bunch of pro athletes like attack this guy. You know, I didn't even bother saying nothing to him because I'm like, you know what? I'm not putting this guy over. Douche. Take a bump. Barnacle. That those those are the real barnacles. Yeah, I never played a sport in his life, and he's making millions of dollars talking about it. Take a bump, son. Buckle up, man. Sweat a little bit. Go to the gym. Uh, what? Skip, skip is a turd. Well said. Have a dude on the Taz show. Attack people. Last call of the day. Brandon in Chicago. You're on a Taz show. What do you say there, house? What's up, buddy? How are you, man? I'm all right. Um... I want to say uh, congratulations for the, the Nub Nab invitation. I know you're joking about it, but I know you're excited. I am excited. It's a, it's a cool thing, man. Brandon, it's cool. And I thank you for that. It's cool that they uh, invited me in the show to go to this. It's a big, big convention with all the big wigs in radio and stuff and broadcasting. So that they're going to have me do a live show there. A Taz show is pretty badass. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on it. But I'm going to make fun of them as much as I can. You know that, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So I got a I got a uh, couple of things. Uh, first thing is I want to know what you think about um, the new jerseys in the NBA. They know they got the Nike jerseys now instead of the Adidas. Yeah. I think it was. So I, yeah, I, I don't like them. I think they're ugly. Like I don't like them either. I don't like them either. Um, yeah, I, I uh, I, yeah, I, I, I think sometimes with logos and designs and some of these these big companies like Nike or Adidas or, or well. Uh, uh, Under Armour obviously is one of the big players now in, in, in college sports. You know, 
Sometimes they overthink it. I'm a, a guy, Brandon, I like less is more on a jersey. Um, clean lines, clean, like, block numbers, traditional, with some yeah, cool yeah, colors. Yeah. But yet, I do like, like, Oregon football, the crazy stuff Oregon does. I love that, too. I mean, but I think that Oregon kind of is in their own world. You know, they started the chrome helmet thing and the matte, uh, matte colored helmets. <clears throat> Everybody kind of hacked them now, uh, and it kind of yeah. gets played out. I'm, I know we're talking, you're talking basketball. I'm still talking about the football stuff. Uh, let me ask you a question. You're a Bulls fan? <clears throat> um, unfortunately, yeah. Because you're from Chicago. So you know about the whole thing with Nikolai there, uh, Marotic. Uh, you, got, you, got a, you got into a fight with one of the, with Bobby Aportis in practice, uh, in, uh, what do you call it, in, uh, with, uh, in uh, altercation? Yeah, Bobby Aportis knocked him out. He got like, Busted his uh, broken bones in his face, yeah. 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 Is this all, all over the media there in Chicago? Oh, yeah. It's, all, it's everywhere. Facebook. It's everywhere, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I know. It's uh, crazy. I'm looking for the video footage, though. That's what I want to see. Yeah, no, I know. It's crazy stuff. Uh, it's crazy stuff for sure. You can't be fighting with your teammates. That's that's for sure. You yeah. bust the guys. It's crazy stuff. It's crazy. Brandon, thank you for calling, yeah. buddy. Uh, I appreciate you. Thank you, man. Wait, what's up? What's up? Is he gone? Oh, I thought he had some. Oh, man, he had something outside. Well, tomorrow's another day. That's the spirit. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know he was gone. I mean. It's your fault, Dennis. That is. That's on me, Brandon. My apologies. So disingenuous. I'll take the heat for Taz. No problem. No, it's not, Michael it's Reynolds, Facebook Live. <laughs> Michael Reynolds, Facebook Live. Bludgeon Brother Jones. Yes. You know, at the beginning of that uh, thing with Rowan and Harper, that video package was cool. I didn't know what, what I did not know what it was at first. It was pretty cool. Um and then when I saw it was them, but I like those guys. It's not against them. I just talked about this last week. It's a hokey gimmick. Sledgehammers and stuff, and, and don't even have them talk. Don't have them with sledgehammers. It's a little too comical. Leave a not feeling it. You like it, Dennis? Absolutely not. <clears throat> Sequel. You agree with everything I say. That's what people don't like you. No. The uh, <clears throat> I wish I wish they could get the Wyatts back together. Leave Braun Strowman out of it because he's doing his own thing. But put Luke yeah. Harper and, and uh, Eric Rowan back with Bray because the Sister Abigail stuff sucks. So yeah, get, get that I out don't of there. I thought it's horrible. I don't. I don't think you want to put them back together. I hear what you're saying. I think a lot of fans might agree with you. I don't. I believe in guys need to flourish on their own. You make more money that way. It, that's what it's about. And I think Harper is more than good enough. And so is Rowan to do that. And I think they'll be a great team if they push them. That's cool. I just think the gimmick is a little corny. These guys both work well. They're gigantic guys. They're like throwback WWF guys. You know, big, big, huge guys. You know, um, I have no problem with that. I mean, but and I, I, like I said, I love their work. I just. The, the package was cool. The sledgehammers, I hate. Uh, hearing them talk in the package, I think sucks. I think it should be a voiceover. And I usually love everything WWE production does. I don't know who who did the production on the piece. There's a good chance it's somebody I'm really good friends with, and I'm ripping his work uh, because I'm friends with a lot of the guys in production there. And I usually put over and praise all video packaging and production they do. But they also get direction from the bosses, uh, from Vince on down, on how they want the package done. So it's not all just on the guy doing the production. I just don't think that we should hear those guys talking in the package. 
and I think the sledgehammers need to go away. I, I really do. That's just just my opinion. I hope they get over. Don't get me wrong. These guys that they earned it. Um, like I said, they're both good enough talents. Um, I don't agree with you that they should be, you know, with with the Wyatt family again because then they're subservient again to the character of Bray Wyatt, and they, they need to get out of that shell, and that's that's good for them. You know what I mean? If they're getting out of that shell, you know. Okay, um, that's fair. I just that that's yeah. What's up? I would like to see like they never. I, did they have? Well, Luke and Bray had the tag titles for a little, but like they never got. Rowan and, and Harper never had a long run or the titles at all, really. So, I think affiliating with not under Bray, but like kind of. Well, the 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 get rid of the sledgehammers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I just I, I, it's moral just of the story. Emily Alexander, she just posted on Facebook Live. Uh, it's gone to comment because um, I sp- scrolled through, but she says something like, "You know, sledgehammers make people think of Triple H." No, I I don't agree with you on that, Emily. I, it's a good observation by you. I don't think of Triple H personally on it. I, I didn't even think of it until you just said it. I mean, but I don't think of that. Uh, I think of guys, you know, putting in railroad tracks. I used to swing a sledgehammer, you know. <laughs> I think of guys in lab, manual labor working. I, I think of guys in pro wrestling in the 80s uh, coming to the ring with sledgehammers or weapons or gimmicks. And that's what I think of. It's 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 hokey. Austin Russell's, Thor Jones, exactly. That's another, uh, yeah, Thor, not from the Mets, but Thor, you know. Uh, you think of that stuff. I don't know. Matt Sims, speak about Naya. No caps. Oh. Hey, Matt. I don't know if you have a dog, but, you know, sometimes you just tell your dog, sit. Give me your paw. Fetch. I'm not your dog, Matt. I'm not your dog. Don't tell me. Speak about Naya. Please get me. We're in the fifth quarter, too. I, I need to get back into a good mood because that's, you know, how I get. Help me, please. Well, I don't want to do the voices because uh, that's so easy and everybody gets mad. But Seth, but I love it. Big day tomorrow. I'm a sucker for the, for the Seth impersonation. It's because it's, it's, it's because we see Seth behind the scenes, and it's just, uh, it's him. Talk about Naya. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a that was a genuine <laughs> growl. Steve Uchia, I think Jeff and Matt are still on drugs the way they wrestle now. Steven, come on, dude, really. You you you're way off, dude. It's just not cool to say that. What's happening with Facebook, dude? What, what are these people doing here? <sighs> Unbelievable. I talked a little bit about Naya earlier. This made me laugh. Jeremy Lunakaska, shut up, Dennis. It's all caps though, so I don't know how you want to take that. I'm not going to take it as he's yelling at me. I'm going to take it how we interpret the all caps. So thanks, Jeremy. You're a pal. Not anyway. 
Michael Wade Ward, what's the truth about Naya, all caps? What am I supposed to know? Do I live with the girl? <laughs> the truth about her. I don't know. Uh. Man, people are ripping you. Shane uh, Palmas quest. Yeah, Dennis, shut up, you nerd. Wow. Uh, I don't have nerd-like tendencies. Man, people are really ripping you. God, they hate you. Jesus. They hate me because they ain't me. Uh. Well, on that note, um, Stephen Christian, opinion on uh, the Hell in a Cell card. Did I not just, he, maybe he's new to the show, right? I mean, how much content have I done about Hell in a Cell? Steven, you go to TazShow.com and all my content's there and it's free. I've talked a lot about it and, uh, you know, I gave a reaction to it. I, there's a plethora of content at TazShow.com. <sighs> Talking about it. Wow, Facebook Live really brought me down. You know, Stephen Christian, I'm joining late. Sorry. Don't be sorry, Stephen. It's okay, buddy. Just go to tashow.com and you can grab it all there. I'm looking to. I see there's some funny ones. Yeah. Oh, because of you. You you bring, uh, they hate you and then they get mad in general at the show. It's just, uh, that's why I think, and I, I think there might be, we need to have a meeting with the rest of the big wigs and maybe it's time for Dennis to go away. I think it has to happen. Dude, I'll I'll go set the meeting up right now. Whatever you need. If we need coffee, I'll bring coffee into the meeting. Yeah, but hold on. But he, Dennis, when he first got hired, he said you guys were a package deal. But that was pre-video. You know what I mean? I wasn't the video guy yet. So then doesn't the package deal break on the new contract? Who vouched for you when, uh, when Video Brian left? Seth. Who? Video who? Exactly. Drone Jones. Yes. I talk to Video Brian sometimes. I like Video Brian. I'm teasing. He's a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> now Anthony's like, Whoa, you miss me? Oh, you miss him? You miss like him better than me? It was my birthday this past weekend and the Broncos lost. I was in a really bad mood. Don't fire Dennis. Uh, no, fire Dennis. That's definitely, that should happen. All right, anyway. All right, wind down, Jones. We're done here. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Now, right, here's another one. George Montevallo. Bring back the captain. No caps. Wow. Mm. Man. Asking you shall receive. Buy a hat. Mm. Well, anyway, I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you, everybody who interacted on the phones or on Twitter, and even you people on Facebook Live. Appreciate the love. You know what I mean? It's all good. And uh, we'll be doing a little uh, Taz Show Live live tomorrow. I'll be in the Gimmick Clubhouse, and then we'll record a live broadcast at the National Association for Broadcasters at the Javits Center on Thursday afternoon and drop it as a podcast on Friday. I think you guys will like that. It'll be a prediction show on TLC. For everybody at the Gimmick Clubhouse and here at the Ridge Cave, I am Taz. You are not. Good luck to your Yankees or your Strohs, whoever you're rooting for. Thanks, guys. See ya.
And to be honest, I don't even have a top 10. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let